Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this young lady on. Uh, District 3, Republican, great state of Colorado. It's Lauren Boebert. Representative, how are you? Good to see you. Joe, it is great to be on with you. Um, unfortunately, we have to be on here fighting yeah. um, our own party and the federal government to just take care of the American people. But nevertheless, here we are. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you saw my tweet a little while ago. I said every Republican should vote against this, quote, deal. And uh, Kevin McCarthy needs to answer, uh, answer some questions. Because this when Hakeem Jeffries comes out and says he, he likes it, he's down, uh, preliminarily he agrees to it. That means I have to have Lauren Boebert on to tell me what's wrong with this bill or what's wrong with this this move. You guys passed something that would avert default, and what you passed was great. Why did why did McCarthy give up so much? You know, um, I, I think um, Speaker McCarthy went in with one hand behind his back, and he did his best to do the Senate's job for them and Joe Biden's job for him. Um, but now the House has more work to do because, let's face it, Joe, this deal ain't so great. Uh, the greatest threat to America right now is the out-of-control federal spending yes. and our skyrocketing national debt. And this deal fails and fails badly at, result, at resolving, um, resolving Washington's spending addiction. Tomorrow's bill will increase our national debt by another four, maybe even six trillion dollars. And our overall debt will raise to a staggering 36 to 38 trillion dollars. Joe Biden and the Democrats got everything they wanted in this deal. That's why Hakeem Jeffries is telling the Democrats to go ahead and cry co- crocodile tears over this, but vote yes. Um, and and Joe Biden, he gets a blank check, allowing him to spend as much money as he wants through the end of his term. Why would we do that to a Republican presidential candidate? Um, we are giving Joe Biden and the Democrats a gift for whoever they put up for president. Right now, it's Joe Biden. I'm, I'm assuming they have somebody else lined up, though. Right. But a vote for this deal is a vote for Joe Biden's radical agenda. And those are some of the reasons why I will be voting no tomorrow. I want to amend this bill. I'm currently talking with the Rules Committee right Right now, one of the things that we fought for, Joe, um, is to have an open rule process so members of Congress can go to the floor and offer amendments to improve legislation, to strengthen it, and to empower every member to give voice to their constituents. And with a closed rule, we aren't allowed to have amendments to bills. So right now, I am working with the Rules Committee to open this rule up so we can actually offer amendments to this uh, legislation and try to fix what went wrong in the deal. It is uh, Lauren Boebert, District 3 Republican, great state of Colorado. Go to um, laurenforcolorado.com or even boebert.house.gov would be better in, at this point. Um, so as I'm watching this unfold, it went from $1.5 trillion of, of an increase to 4 or 6 as you said. He doesn't get any any sort of work requirement for Medicaid. He gets a right. little bit of a work requirement for, um, uh, for, for, for SNAP, for food stamps, but not much. It's just like a raise of age. Um, right. I don't see any cut in spending. Let's just keep spending where it is now for the next couple of years. That's somehow a win. Lauren, what did McCarthy get? Did he get anything that you like? I don't see anything in this legislation that is a win for Republicans. Even if you can look at the one piece of um, policy uh, that was put in there by Garrett Graves for uh, for NEPA and these um, regulations to be fast tracked. Well, those are good in theory. However, we didn't do anything to rescind the IRA f- uh, funds, those Green New Deal subsidies. Right. And so all we're doing is fast tracking the Green New Deal with these um, NEPA reforms. So even the good part of the deal is still bad because we didn't fix um, what it's going to detrimentally do to our country and to our energy industry. Uh, I- 
I'm wondering what, what, if anything, Republicans got here. I'm not finding anything. I see an unlimited debt ceiling increase. Um, there's not even a number attached to it. There's a date attached to it, um, which just gives uh, Joe Biden free reign to spend whatever he wants throughout uh, the remainder of his term. Um, just like you said, the work requirements for Medicaid are gone. There's some age requirements for SNAP and for TANF, um, but even those sunset, um, those are just temporary. And then they put in some other things um, that are exemptions uh, to uh, these work requirements. And those are indefinite. Yeah. Those don't sunset, um, those don't expire, they're, they're permanent. And, and so everything that I'm looking at here is a bad deal. Even the COVID money that we are clawing back, that we are rescinding, well, no, that's just going over to commerce and being held to spend on something else. It's not even going to reduce our nation's debt. Uh, you know, Joe, I can look at this with um, with all of my GED credentials and see that this is a bad deal for the American people. It's uh, U.S. Representative Lauren Bober, District 3 Republican, great state of Colorado. So, But you at least got rid of the 87,000 IRS guys, right? Oh, no, Joe. <laughs> How is that possible? Lauren, no. what, what, what am I missing? What did this guy get? Uh, you guys, were you clawed at him at the beginning. I was with you. I didn't think McCarthy should have been the speaker. Now you could have one vote to call for a revote on whether he should remain the speaker. He's doing exactly what you said he would do and what Gates said he would do and good and, and, and Andy Biggs. You guys all said that he would do this and he's doing it. You didn't get rid of the IRS agents, really? Really? So um, the Democrats, uh, they they pr uh, appropriated $80 billion to the IRS for 87,000 IRS agents. Well, we're taking back a whole, ready for it, $1.4 billion. Come on. But hey, come on. This was already uh, pre-appropriated. So that means they have $78 billion still to fund, what, 85,000 IRS agents? And they can do that whenever they want. Just at the end of this 10-year span, they have $1.4 billion less money. And Study. some Republicans say, oh, don't worry, we'll fix it later. Enough with that. Our first bill that we passed out of the House that was supposed to be meaningful was to defund the 87,000 IRS agents in its entirety, the entire $80 billion. And now we have a chance to actually do that. And we're like, eh, 1.4 is good. Like, no, I, I, I'm not here to play these games. I'm okay at negotiating. I'm under contract in what I do, and I've been doing this for a long time. I don't understand why you go into a negotiation without some things that are completely on the table. Without it, we're not going to make a deal. Like the 87,000. Okay, right. we'll sign the deal, Mr. President. Schumer has to bring this to a vote in the Senate. We have to vote on this uh, defunding the 87,000. Why isn't that something you can dig your heels in? And Lauren, why is it that it appears as though Republicans are always the ones who get rolled and the Democrats are always smoking cigars and drinking champagne afterwards? Uh, that is something that is very frustrating, but I am starting to see a lot of movement in the GOP um, here in Washington, D.C. I mean, we have seen members um, like Corey Mills and Nancy Mace and Kat Kamek and Wesley Hunt come out against this legislation. Yes. And I think that these are members of Congress that Speaker McCarthy was banking on a yes vote for this legislation. And so when you start to see those members um, shift and say, no way we can vote for this and start calling back. Uh, calling out um, the nonsense that is in this so-called deal, really it's an anti-deal, um, then I think that our message is getting through and the American people are speaking out to them loudly enough that they are listening. We had a real opportunity to significantly cut federal spending, restore fiscal sanity to Washington, D.C., and get our economy back on track. And unfortunately, the bill we are considering tomorrow does none of these things and is nothing uh, but more Washington math and gimmicks. And uh, I, 
I'm so glad that there are members in the Republican Party who are opening their eyes to this that are outside of the House Freedom Caucus right. and saying, no way, this is not good for America. Well, well, we agree, and it's Lauren Boebert. Go and follow her everywhere. She's the U.S. Representative, District 3 Republican, great state of Colorado. Uh, I'm with you. You and I, uh, those watching and listening, we're with you. But you're going to have a bunch of Republicans vote for this garbage tomorrow. How do we make a sea change to it? Well, first of all, we screwed everything up because the Senate uh, just completely gave Nancy Pelosi what she wanted when it came to, to the omnibus bill. You guys didn't even get to set the fiscal agenda for the, for the fiscal year. Um, and that was ridiculous. It was a lame duck Congress. There was no reason to do that. Do a continuing resolution. And now here we are a few months later, and we're ha- it's as if Nancy uh, is... T- how would Nancy Pelosi have done a different deal than this? I don't think she would have. I don't think she would have changed a thing here. Um, I think that's why you're seeing Democrats come out in favor of it. And I'm hoping that if this bill does actually get to the floor for a vote, if it's not killed in the Rules Committee um, or if Speaker McCarthy doesn't pull it himself, um, I'm hoping that there are more Democrats that vote for it than Republicans. Um, It's a scary time if if we have... Um, more than half of our Republican conference voting for this. Um, I, I don't think that any Republican should vote in favor of it. But unfortunately, I've been listening to the Rules Committee um, hearings, and and they are. They are supportive of this and listening and following the talking points. Um, you know, Joe, I, I've heard from members of Congress, uh, and I'm not going to name names, but members of Congress that praised the bill, but then later asked, well, how much is it actually going to increase the debt? And then admitted that they hadn't read the bill after the text wow. had already been out. So, uh, you know, we, we have people who are just blindly praising this because that's what leadership told them to do and they didn't even read the bill themselves. Uh, so this is very critical. Um, as I stated um, at the beginning of, of, of the show, the greatest threat to America right now is out of control federal spending yes. and our skyrocketing national debt. And this is something that we have got to get right. But you just said a couple of things that are awesome. Number one, the Rules Committee can stop it. Number two, McCarthy can pull it. What kind of pressure is it going to take for one of those those two things to happen? If it hits the floor, I predict way more than half of the Democrats are going to vote for it to push this thing through. Every Republican would have to vote against it to make it stop, probably, or at least more more than half would. Um, what, what's going to happen? Will the Rules Committee pull it? You just said that it sounds like they're for it. What, can you put enough pressure on McCarthy? Listen, if you make this go through, we will bring up a vote to get rid of you. Can you do that? Uh, so, well, I don't, I don't know what Speaker McCarthy is going to do, but I do think that he's looking at the whip counts. Um, okay. Obviously, the whip team is counting votes, and they're seeing how many people are in favor of this and who are against it. Those are who are brave enough to say yes or no and not just claim an undecided for right. um, uh, uh, out of fear. Um, some, some have a strategy with their undecided, I understand. Um, but then when it comes to the Rules Committee, I mean, we have um, some intelligent uh, members of Congress there, and we made sure that that we, we got some of those members of Congress in that committee so we wouldn't be left out to dry like conservatives always are. Right. And so right now they are currently debating all of that. And if they are able to kill it in committee, then, you know, we go back to the drawing board with this, which would be fantastic. Um, my vote is uh, I don't think that will happen. So I'm hoping that they open up the rule and allow members of Congress to amend this legislation. I do not want to vote yes or no on this bill. Yeah. Without having an amendment offered, without having a voice in what is taking place in this negotiation, uh, I would vote no uh, if there are no amendments. But I mean, I, I want an opportunity to actually improve the legislation before it goes out of the House. Here is uh, what's frustrating. By the way, it's Lauren Bobert, uh, U.S. Representative, District 3.
every Republican great state of Colorado, a wonderful representative for her district and, and a great American. The thing that frustrates people like me, like you, like conservatives that are watching and listening is the fact that McCarthy had the ball. He had the leverage. He had the ability to say, if we default, Mr. President, it's on you. It's on Schumer. We've done our deal. We've already passed something. Either sign it, pass it, uh, change it, do something. And, and he went in there as if he was the guy with no leverage. He literally had the vote in his pocket. We voted for it. I'm going to tell every American we did our job. You refuse to stop us from defaulting. Why do you think he gave in? You know, that, that is a mystery to me because right before we left um, uh, session, before we went on recess, uh, that's exactly what the talking points coming out of conference were. We did our job. We passed a bill. Now it's up to the Senate. Now it's up to Joe Biden. And just a couple of days later, um, everything turned. Uh, so, I mean, that is something that um, is uh, perplexing. It's, um, it's certainly um, frustrating on, on my end. But now, today, this is where we're at. And so I'm trying my best to either kill this bill or make sure that it gets better before yeah. uh, it gets voted out of the House again. Uh, so um, this is, is my priority right now. And whatever comes after today and tomorrow, then we'll go from there. Is it true it's only 99 pages? That's right, 99 pages. Why can't everybody just read it? Right. No, everyone should read it. I read it on the plane right. uh, on my way to Washington, D.C. And, uh, you know, the parts that I didn't understand, I took a little bit more time to understand them. And it didn't take that long. You know, we all have we all have staff. We have teams around us, great members around us. We get in meetings and we discuss this stuff and knock it out. Um, so uh, it's it's really not that hard, uh, not that difficult to read a 99 page bill yeah. and come to a conclusion if this is right or wrong for Americans. You jumped in the chair today. You've been running around like crazy. I appreciate you taking the time. Just give me one one last answer to a quick question. How does this thing shake out? Will you get uh, the uh, the ability to amend and at least get something back that that he obviously gave up? Will that happen or are they going to just vote on it the way it is? Uh, I sure hope so. Um, so the Rules Committee is currently meeting right now, and I know that we have some me members in there who are diligently advocating um, to empower each member of Congress um, or to kill the bill entirely. Um, so they, they could be meeting for hours. Um, I, I'm not sure what that looks like, um, but I... I, I promise you there's going to be a lot of people hearing from me if we don't have the ability to improve this legislation before it's voted on. Well, thank you so much for jumping on the chair today. Lauren, I really appreciate everything that you're doing. It's uh, Representative Lauren Boebert, District 3 Republican, great state of Colorado. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Thanks, Joe. All right, we're back after this. Stay right here.